listening to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. This is episode 106, where we talk with Matt from 556 Body Ops, a men's hair and body care company with military and firearms roots. We talk about what 556 Body Ops is all about, what organizations they support, how to bring your passion for firearms into your own business, and Matt's personal firearms journey. This is a great one. We enjoyed it. We really hope you do too. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy episode 106 of Range Minded, the 556 Body Ops interview. Hello and welcome to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. My name is Mark Long, and I am joined as always by... Hey, the handsome Steve Zimmerman. One and only on location in eastern Idaho, and uh, we have another special guest with us as well. Uh, Why don't you introduce uh, introduce yourself, special guest? What's up, everybody? My name's Matt Hill. I am the co-founder of 556 Body Ops. Yeah. So uh, this is um, we're going to we're going to talk about firearms today, but um, we're also, you know, talking about um, five, five, six body ops, just kind of the lifestyle of of firearms enthusiasts a little bit and how you can kind of better care for yourself. And and it'll all come full circle, I think, as well. So. (laughs) Um, So, Matt, why don't we just get jump right into it? Um, Tell us a little bit about five, five, six body ops, what you guys are all about and um, how you got started. Absolutely. So. Uh, Over the summer last year, a buddy came to me with an idea. He said he was standing in a shower one morning and it just kind of hit him. He's he's an Iraq vet. And he thought to himself, why 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 don't we have a veteran or frontline focused body care line? He uh, he kind of had his own business at that point, but it was something completely new to him. And he reached out to me because I'd work with him uh, for, for some marketing projects in the past. And I told him it was a dumb idea that he shouldn't <laughs> even consider getting into that world because none of us uh, knew anything about it. Sure. But, you know, it, it just kind of lingered and we both kept thinking about it. We kept brainstorming ideas until all of a sudden we were just on a mission to make the best quality men's care line that would give back to frontline charities and really do some good in the world. Oh man, that's, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit different than, um, kind of what I thought because not only is, um, is kind of your line, um, gives back to veterans, um, and law enforcement and first responders. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but, um, what kind of, and not in a bad way, but what surprised me in a good way was it's all, all natural, right? All natural. None of the garbage chemicals that you're going to find in most, you know, over the counter stuff. It's it's something we wanted to introduce to, you know, people that maybe don't have any experience with all natural body care products and don't really know maybe the danger that those harsh, harsh chemicals and sulfates and all those, you know, standard ingredients can really cause long term and short term. So is that one of the benefits of, of going kind of all natural with your with your hair and body care? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So there's been a lot of studies that kind of correlate um, sulfates, certain things that that you, I mean, a lot of these goo products products that you buy at like Target or uh, Walmart, they use such harsh chemicals that yes, you feel clean, you know, and they smell really strong. But unfortunately, those can be neurotoxins to our bodies and we're washing them in certain areas that are very sensitive (laughs) and we're absorbing all that garbage and aluminum, for for example, 
in uh, deodorants and things like that that can really over time, uh, you know, there's been correlations to Alzheimer's and cancers and all this other stuff that we really wanted to make sure that people were aware of that maybe haven't thought about that before. You know, like from my from my end, I'm like, you know, whatever's in the shower, I'm using it. I, I wasn't picky. <laughs> yeah, you if think my maybe wife it's all has the something, same. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm grabbing it. I'm using it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not thinking about it. But, um, you know, she was actually been really passionate about the all natural body care products uh, f- for our family. So it was something for me that, you know, kind of resonated because I thought to myself, this should be really something other people know about. And there really aren't any options out there for, you know, blue collar workers, people that don't really give much thought into that aspect of cleaning themselves and grooming on a daily basis. Yeah, we're we're all trying to make sure we look our best. Uh, perform our best every day, but that part of it doesn't really enter the equation. So we wanted to make that a big part of our identity so that people understand the danger of just buying that blue goo, you know, $2 for 87 ounces at the at the grocery store versus something that will actually, you know, clean, get the job done, but also, you know, not endanger your long-term health. Yeah, that's important. And I mean, the other thing thinking about, you know, it, it's a veteran, you know, partially veteran owned company. And, um, you know, this you said that uh, some of the co-founders um, were deployed to Iraq, correct? That's correct. Yes, they were both in the same. Um, back in 2011, they, they served together unit. in the same unit. And uh, they, they like to give each other hell over that because <laughs> <laughs> because one of them was uh, the other one's sergeant. So, you know, there's definitely a line of command. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with those two. Well, and I imagine being deployed like that. I mean, how long do you go without showering, without really being able to clean yourself and anything? So really yeah. being able to feel clean after after even just a hard day's work has got to be has got to feel like a million bucks compared to somebody, you know, people who are blessed like us to be able to shower every day is something as simple shower as that, you know? Day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, all these, these groups that we try to support work so hard and we want to make sure they, that we give them uh, products that are all natural, but also working just as hard as they do so that they have, you know, they don't feel like 20 minutes after their shower they're you know, it's, it's, it's not keeping up with them. So that was another really important part for us is to find products that were all natural, but that also lasted all day. Yeah. Right. And I, that's one thing I've, I've noticed because I've, I've tried it out, right? We've been using it a little bit. I've used it every day for the last few days and, and uh, I work pretty hard when I'm, I'm not playing out in the desert with guns. I'm, swinging a hammer and getting sweaty and gross. And I've noticed, and, and this isn't, I'm not getting paid for this by any means, but I've noticed that, that I do feel cleaner longer. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's been something that we have workshopped and really kind of, um, tried to get right over the past, you know, eight, 10 months and gone through a lot of different iterations, uh, chem, you know, like, uh, formulas, scents and all that time of thing to kind of really narrow down something that we all feel like we can live with day in and day out and, uh, it gets the job done without any of that garbage included. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people think about, like you said, what, what's going into, um, you know, the hair body wash, any of that kind of stuff that they use. And, um, you know, like you mentioned, some of that stuff might not be real, all that good for you. No, you know, shocker. These products really aren't made with our health in mind. So, I mean, you know, they it's just something... want to make a buck. 
Yeah, right. It, it's something that I never really paid much attention to. Like I said, my wife kind of started to get on that train and she's kind of a hippie. She made her own de- deodorant forever ago and oh, it was no actually way. pretty good. But I never considered it because I'm like, no, that crap's not going to work for me. <laughs> so it's it's been good to kind of get on that bandwagon um, and find out that actually, you know what, all natural stuff really does work good. Uh, we're great, actually, in, in some areas. Some people just need to kind of be introduced. So we wanted to introduce those types of high-quality products, premium products, to an entirely new audience that we feel very passionate about supporting. Yeah, and uh, and you guys are all gun guys too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine, like Steve kind of brought it up, being out in the desert or out going out on a full day of shooting – I mean, you're going to be out there sweating, getting dirty and stuff like that. So, you know, the longer you feel clean, the longer you can stay out and train some more. So. Absolutely. And I mean, we even have, you know, man wipes. And uh, the other day I was cleaning guns after a range day and had my my got your six wipes with me. They came in handy, man. I'm telling you, it's (laughs) it's a lifestyle. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So tell us, let's just kind of. Let's kind of go back a little bit to the beginning because you said that um, you thought, you know, your buddy came to you with this idea and you said it was a stupid idea. So what kind of made you turn the corner on that? You know, it took me a little bit to to jump on board because, A, he had no he had no idea, you know, the ins and outs of this industry. He hadn't really done a ton of uh, of research into it yet he had this idea and he's no designer so he comes <laughs> with me with these comps of what the bottles or the labels should look like uh, and he had kind of an idea for a name but he wasn't quite sure he was trying to find a way to incorporate lots of different areas of either gun culture um, you know the service of veterans law enforcement all the different branches firefighters ems what was something that maybe all of them would understand and kind of um, relate to, uh, but not feel like it was too far in, in one category or the other. So the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? Your drawings suck, dude, but <laughs> you, you, we can do this. I feel like if, if we can put together a brand team and, and, you know, luckily that's something that you know, I do for a living is help put together brands for other people. And I thought to myself, damn it, I'm in, I'm going to put this together. Let's make sure it, it's as badass as it can be, yeah. but also as high quality and premium as possible. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be a, a lot of challenges, um, kind of doing that, especially, um, but what, what, what's really cool to me is that, you know, you can, because obviously I think, you know, part of your fat, uh, passion for firearms and shooting and stuff kind of goes into this, right? Oh, absolutely. It's it's kind of baked into everything we do. Yeah. Because even if we're talking about specific editions and the charities that those support, um, I think the gun culture is also really baked into a lot of these different subcultures of, of um, you know, veterans, police officers, even firefighters and EMS personnel. And obviously the all-American side of it. We wanted to find something that everybody could kind of relate to. And I think guns in a lot of ways is that thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, just kind of that, um, you know, American spirit and being able to kind of have that, that freedom to start your own business is kind of, like you said, kind of baked into that gun ethos and all that. And I think it's kind of a cool example that, you know, no matter what you're into, if you're also into firearms and stuff, you can bring that passion into other things and make, you know, start a business out of it. Yeah. I think, you know, 
and maybe the world might see it differently, but firearms for Americans is almost like a really strong symbol of our inner, you know, our inherent freedoms and the way we go about our lives here and, you know, how passionate we are about freedom. So that was kind of the idea behind tying that all together with a, a, a firearms reference that, that each individual member of one of these groups could really under, uh, you know, understand or identify. Yeah. Cause right. and I think, I think the other thing about, about the gun community, if you want to say that in air quotes is we tend to be pretty loyal. Like, uh, we help each other out. Um, even, even if one guy likes a 1911, the other guy likes a Glock, we, we still understand that, that, uh, we have the same cause. Like we know that we're fighting for the same purpose and, and we'll join hand in hand and in arms if we have to, to, to support those causes. And, and, and I, I think that really works for, for this product too. Absolutely. We want people to feel like they're supported, uh, their ideology, they're heard. And, uh, but we also give them the opportunity to pick kind of which individual group that they can support directly with their own funds. Yeah. Can you tell us, um, a little bit about the different, um, the different causes that you do support? Sure. So, and I'm glad you guys brought this up because this is the the biggest sticking point for us is explaining to people that even though we have five different additions of our deodorant and our body wash, it's actually the same scent for each one. Yeah. The difference, however, uh, yeah, the scent, the scent is called belt fed bourbon and it's freaking awesome. I love it. And I still wear it daily. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get tired of it, but you know, we'll do other scents in the future, but that's kind of, what we're hanging our hat on right now. Yeah. But the different, the different additions, uh, the, the warfighter edition that goes to supporting veterans, either wounded or fallen veterans and their families, the blue line edition supports law enforcement officers. Uh, I believe right now the Gary Sinise foundation is who we're directly supporting through all those proceeds. Awesome. Uh, red line edition supports fallen firefighters foundation so uh, every every purchase of a Redline Edition body wash uh, or deodorant specifically goes to funding our donations for that cause. Also, First Response Edition, uh, right now we're supporting the Code Green campaign, which uh, also kind of does the same thing for EMS personnel, paramedics. Um, they're also in danger on a daily basis. So. You know, if they're injured or, or killed on the job or, or, you know, trying to help other people, we want to make sure that those people know that their families will be taken care of or if they're injured severely, you know, we can help support them as well. And then the All-American Edition is the fifth version of our products, and, and that goes to supporting organizations that are trying to maintain American freedoms. And that will change all these might change, you know, quarter to quarter, uh, year to year. And we actually, uh, we encourage people to contact us with causes that they would like to see us support in the future. That's awesome. So for now, uh, we're, we're supporting the Project Child Safe Foundation. Oh, uh, the NSSF? Sure, yep. To make sure that, uh, you know, those, that firearms community is also supported as well but we want to make sure that you know second amendment rights are being fought for by some of the the major organizations around our country that really feel passionate about that that's something we want to make sure that we can contribute to as well so as we move forward we're going to make sure that we listen to our customers and the communities to make sure that every single edition is supporting causes that 
that those specific branches or, or communities feel passionate about. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome because then you're really, yeah, like you said, you're, you're listening to, you know, listening to customers and getting feedback and, and making a better product and supporting, um, you know, those, those organizations that, that your customers and uh, groups feel, you know, feel passionate about. Absolutely. And there's, and there's a, a, such a long list of amazing charities that help these groups out. So we want to make sure that we can support all of them equally. Uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, as the, as the brand grows, so will the donations and the ability to kind of support multiple groups at a time. Yeah. Um, and just a kind of a quick sidebar awesome. a little bit. Um, can you tell us about Project Child Safe a little bit more, um, just kind of what their mission is and, and all that? Because that's actually the first time I've heard about Project Child Safe. So Project Child Safe is an organization that uh, uh, helps people by su- su- supplying uh, locks for, for firearms so that if People aren't uh, uh, able to or do not have locks to be able to make sure that their guns are secured if they don't have access to, uh, you know, a gun safe or a lockable closet to secure their firearms or they just want to go the extra mile. This gets them taken care of it. They donate these locks so that, that the firearms can be taken care of so that obviously we have um fewer accidents in the home and obviously as new gun owners get more and more educated on how to take care of those guns they have kind of a recourse to make sure they're safe that's awesome yeah we rem- oh go ahead and it seems like i remember at shot we were talking about this oh, and it seems like last year or two years ago they gave away like two million locks or something like it it's a pretty substantial amount yeah, um, absolutely. They do great work, and we want to make sure that we we chose them as kind of the first for the All American Edition uh, for a reason. But we we have a long list of uh, of really important organizations that we want to support to make sure that Americans' freedoms are protected, but you know, physically protected as well. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. Um, so, well, indeed. Let's talk about um, just because one of the one of the things that kind of that kind of piqued my interest was, you know, starting this company, um, you know, and and keeping it kind of firearms related. Um, but talking earlier, like I said, about, you know, whatever your passion is, you can tie that into firearms um, and, and make a business out of it. What are some challenges um, that you faced coming up with this business and, and, and getting it off the ground? Because, um, you know, on the website, you, you talk about having a high quality product. that's also all natural. Um, and it's also at a good price point. It's not, you know, sometimes you'd think maybe yeah. that, you know, if it's all natural and it's high quality, then it's going to be, you know, God awfully expensive, but really it's, it's, it's actually pretty affordable for what you're getting in my opinion, at least. Um, but you know, how did, how did you kind of, what kind of challenges did you kind of face with that? And how did you kind of overcome those? I mean, the major challenge for us, you know, it was twofold. The first was finding the right product to begin with was a pretty arduous undertaking. We, we, we talked to countless manufacturers to try and show them exactly what we were after the price point that we wanted to offer because, um, you know, this is a premium product, but we're but we're really trying to keep a blue collar attitude about who we approach so that I don't want anyone feeling like this is, uh, you know, unattainable for someone who wants to try it. The, the price point just kind of, you know, pushes them out of the conversation of trying trying our products or being able to use these premium all natural products and really kind of 
take care of their long-term health. So that really was the, the hard part is, you know, on one side, we want really premium products, but on the other side, we don't want to be charging premium prices. Right. So to find the right balance uh, and the right partners to kind of get that right um, and get it a unique scent, a, a unique to our brand identity so that when you smell it, hopefully you know, okay, yep, I remember that. That's that's five, five, six body ops. I totally know that scent. And that's a scent that you can live with day in and day out. Um, and not like 20 different scents, like some other brands, you know, might offer. We wanted to make sure that if you're, if you're using all our products, you don't smell like a, like a, a perfume counter at Macy's or something. Right. You don't want five different scents competing with each other. So right. we, we'd spend a lot of time ironing out, you know, the details about the quality of the product, the smell of the product, the feel, you know, all the, all the different aspects of making a really memorable product uh, and user experience. It, oh man, I can't tell you how many different places or different body washes I've tried over the last year. <laughs> Some of them were really bad. Some of them were really good, but really expensive. And so it's, it was, it was a, it was a trial. It was a journey to kind of find the right specific uh, balance between the price, the quality, the scent, um, and you know, the availability, because I mean, honestly, if, if we're trying to pay it forward and help these different, um, organizations and make and make uh, donations we want to make sure that we're able to do that uh, you know even at a good price point so yeah it, that really was kind of the the uh, the gymnastics involved with trying to make a product that is profitable enough to help these organizations and not just you know a few pennies per product but at the same time make sure everyone felt included and felt like they could afford to uh to take care of themselves and to help take care of other people. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's just, and I think, Oh, go ahead. I think you did a good job. Oh, sorry, Mark. I think you did a pretty good job. Cause like, I know like for myself and most dudes, if we're jumping around the website, we don't want to have to pick from 30 different flavors of what we want to smell like for the next two weeks. So you, it, it's nice. It's simple. Just get it done and, uh, and help somebody along the way. I think it's, I think you guys hit it on the head pretty well. Thanks, man. Yeah, we did. We tried really hard and, and just for everybody's sake, because we, the other thing we really fretted over was people giving one brand a try, you know, especially, you know, it's, it's not a super premium price, but it is, it is an investment to, to kind of get one of these bundles uh, and give it a try. We want to make sure that people can smell the product beforehand. So if you go to our website and or DM us on Facebook or Instagram, we'll actually send you a postcard um, with a discount code for your first order that actually smells like the product. So you can kind of get a whiff of it before you buy. Oh, no way. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, it's not super. It's not super high tech. It's just a little thank you card <laughs> that we literally just like spray. <laughs> and the other thing that's that's nice about the belt fed is it's not overbearing. Like it's not like maybe some of the other major brands that you find at a big box store when somebody walks in. You know, oh yeah, that guy. That guy's totally yeah. wearing X product. <laughs> you pop the lid on some of those, and like you know, the whole floor of your house smells like that for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah that's something else that we were really 
kind of careful about. We don't want an overpowerful, you know, an overwhelming, oversmelling, I think is what we called it, <laughs> scent. We want it to be subtle and, you know, a little more mature. We're not trying to be axed for cops. You know, we're trying to aim a little higher with our standard. Uh, we want to make sure that, that people have more of a mature smell to them that's, that's subtle but really fresh and nice. And distinguishing, too. Like it's, Yeah. It, you're right. It's not a juvenile high school scent. It's it's for men, damn it. <laughs> it's for men, damn it. Yeah, actually, I was, <laughs> I was texting or uh, commenting with a guy today on Instagram, I think, and he said, you know, isn't it <laughs> – what did he say? This is just another axe. And I'm like, actually, it's it's more like axe, but for men, you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's not refined, for yeah. your typical, you know, body spray BS. It's just it's it's a little higher. High, we're aiming a little higher than that. Yeah, it's cause, it's interesting because the the scent smells like to me it it smells familiar, but like there is a refining kind of quality to it. So, um, you know, it smells fresh, but it there's like kind of it's classy, I guess, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Yeah, classy AF. <laughs> there I it would, is. That's, um, that's how I would describe it. So was, um, uh, was there? Oh, geez, Mark, I keep interrupting. That's me. okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say, was there a was there a few scents that you guys had narrowed down to and 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 came to this one, or was this? You mean you smelt this one? You're like, that's it. That's the one. Steve, I can't tell you how many essential oils <laughs> I tried and combined in my own damn house, trying different drops like four drops of this, two drops of that. No, I don't like that. Let's go three drops of this one drop of like, man, we did, we really kind of poured our, our efforts into making sure the scent was just right. So when we found it, we were really excited. And then we wanted to make sure that it wasn't a scent that you would get tired of quickly. So we lived it with it for months and um, we're really excited about how it turned out. We still, all three of us are using it daily, not sick of it, still love it. So I think that's a good sign for hopefully our customer base. Right on. Yeah, for sure. And um, I was going to ask you too, because you have more than just um, kind of like the hair and beard and body um, soap or uh, body wash and then the deodorant. You've got some other stuff, like you said, the wipes and, and some pomade and stuff too, right? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got our got got your six wipes, uh, which are you know certified hundred percent flushable wipes, and they're fantastic. They, I love them. Like <laughs> even the smell, they they don't smell like you know other other wipes, which is kind of why we love those ones so much. Um, so those are great. They're packable. You can take them with you if you're gonna go to the gym or. You know, that you can use them for a whole bunch of stuff. You don't just have to use them in the bathroom, but they're pretty fat, you know, fantastic when you do, I'll, I'll admit. But uh, for me, the beard oil was kind of a personal thing. I'm the only one uh, of the group that has a beard or has had a beard for a long time. I think it's been over a decade at this point. But I was really particular of about our, our beard scent, the texture everything about beard oils because I've tried so many over the years and yeah. you, know, you kind of get that same thing because it's on your face all the time. There's kind of a scent fatigue that, that kicks in, even if you like it originally and initially. Right. So I've had a lot of different beard oils where it's like, Oh, I love this smell. When I first get it and two weeks later, I'm like, Oh Lord, I need something new. You know <laughs> what I mean? So yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
We named that one. Uh, it's a it's a rosemary mint scent, but it kind of smells like to me. It smells like a fresh cut cord of wood, like spring morning next to the river. <laughs> like it's really a fresh scent, which is pretty sweet. So uh, we called it Tactical Rosemary Mint, just to <laughs> tie it back into that firearms roots. But I, I really like the beard oil. I just popped open a new bottle today, so nice. I'm, I'm on that train hard. Um, well, yeah, let's uh, that. Well, two things. One, um, you know, that's something a good point you bring up is that. You know, obviously people, you you want to smell good, but you have to smell it yourself all day, especially with a beard or a mustache or whatever. And you really do have to like that smell. And after a while, you may neither not smell it or um, you may be sick of it. Yeah. And that's that's a really good point that you have to really like what you what you like, you know, to smell like, I guess. Um, no, absolutely. Um, but the second thing, um, you know, I, I was told that, you know, we covered it a little bit, but you're a big gun guy. Um, how did uh, how did you get into firearms? So, you know what? I didn't grow up with firearms. I grew up uh, big cities, Seattle and, and San Diego. Okay. So my introduction to firearms was actually when I moved up here after my wife and I got married. We bought our first house in southeast Idaho. Um, and I just happened to, <laughs> it was kind of funny. I, the The real estate office was right next to a gun shop that had just opened up uh, in our <laughs> town. So I swung in there talked to the guy for a bit seemed like a nice dude i'm like yeah i don't really know much about guns but you know i'm kind of looking into it um my wife's father was really into guns uh, and my only really uh exposure to guns was when we were married he gave me a 45 1911 as a wedding present and said take care of my daughter and wow. so that was my <laughs> that was wise my man wise man yeah no absolutely so, you know, as I got to know that gun shop owner, became really good friends. It just kind of the sickness started and it hasn't stopped. <laughs> I have continued to purchase firearms and I will continue to do so, I think, in perpetuity. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is that uh, once you get one and, and you learn that uh, there's all different kinds of firearms, I feel like the further down the rabbit hole you go, the more you want. It's true. You find out that, you know what, firearms are tools and just like tools, they have a very specific function. And so you need different tools for different jobs. And that's where I'm at. I'm just going <laughs> to keep buying tools. Yeah, there you go. Um, Nothing wrong with that. So <laughs> do you have like, um, you know, friends or family back in the big cities where, um, you know, their views on firearms are different? You know, I kind of had to convert them and it wasn't really a conscious choice on my end, but you know, they were, they were curious cause they saw my collection was starting to multiply exponentially. And so <laughs> like, Hey, what the heck, what the heck's going on with you? And I'm like, you got to check this out. Guns are pretty great. It's a and lot so of fun. My mom was, yeah. My mom was terrified of them, but she had actually moved uh, close to us after after my addiction began so i started showing her guns and i've taught quite a few people in my family now uh, you know f about firearm safety and introduce them to firearms in a way that's comfortable for them so that they don't feel overwhelmed because you know let's face it most people that don't have direct access to firearms th there's a stigma there's a fear uh, that these things are evil and dangerous and shouldn't be uh, handled and only the bad guys get them and the good guys only use them when the bad guys, 
<laughs> are on the loose. So yeah. just trying to get them past that, uh, I think successfully kind of um, showed them that firearms are something that we should all be familiar with and and be comfortable with because at that point there is no fear involved there's just knowledge and confidence 100 percent agree it's uh it's sad i mean we see stuff going on in the world right now i, I look at canada right they just uh Trudeau yeah. just just recalled every every firearm in canada and made millions of canadians uh criminals right off no, the bat yeah no uh, I, I've never understood the idea behind, you know, putting fences up around experience or, or knowledge. And if we're banning things just because of knee-jerk reactions or political clout, you know, obviously we're going to go down a really dark roll or uh, road. Yeah. yeah. And it, uh, I, unfortunately, it seems like we're seeing that happening here little by little. And it makes me super nervous. You know, I see it too, Steve. And the best thing we can do really is, uh, you know, instead of, you know, getting online and, and, and ranting and raving about how people should wake up and not be so naive or stupid, I really think the best, the best way for me to um, get through to other people like I've done in the past is, is actually kind of one-on-one -on -one introduce them to what guns are. Take them shooting. That's, Take them shooting. That's, that's kind of the whole premise of the podcast. Why yeah. we why we, yeah. uh, we whole started this whole shebang was was uh, introducing people to uh, to the community and showing them that uh, you know it's not movies. It's it's not the nightly news. Right. Um, it's there's there's a lot of benefits and and positives that come from uh, gun ownership, whether that be uh, for defense or for you know sport. There, there's just so much fun that comes out of it. Absolutely. I think it really is an integral part of our our nation and that we shouldn't be afraid of it. And so if if you have someone that can teach you or if you have questions, uh, I feel like it's the best way to really get over any kind of fear is is to approach it in a, a safe way where someone you trust can introduce you to firearms and, and kind of show you they're not scary when when you know what you're doing and i 100%. think all of us have had this experience where we take a, a new shooter or a very very inexperienced shooter and and they're hitting hitting bullseyes or they're hitting clays or whatever and the the sense of accomplishment just in their eyes and their excitement when they turn yeah. back and look at you i got it and uh <laughs> it, that is so rewarding it is so much fun that's why i wanted to become an instructor that's that was the whole path why why i wanted to do it is just to see the the look of achievement in these people's eyes when they when they feel it oh man they light up and <laughs> i agree from you know just talking to and and having some experience with friends and family members that that sense of oh this is great like why why was i afraid of this there's really yeah. no reason why to didn't i do this sooner yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what that I've really noticed is, is that, you know, the education and we've seen it on the podcast, too, with people who haven't shot before or um, people who haven't shot an AR-15 or a, a full rifle before like that. Um, you know, they're really nervous about it. But then once, you know, you get a, the first couple rounds off, it's it becomes a lot of fun. And, and there is that sense of accomplishment. I think that's the biggest thing sometimes that uh, people are surprised about is that shooting can be a sport and a sport that you can enjoy and get better at and develop skills um, just like any other sport. 
Absolutely. I love watching people shoot an AR-15 for the first time and they look at you like, that was it? Like they're expecting <laughs> some huge explosion or kick to the shoulder where it's just, you know. Well, well all they hear about is news reports, how they exactly. blow giant holes and things. It's just ridiculous. Right. Yeah. yeah, it is ridiculous. And it's fun to educate people so that they can see how ridiculous uh, the media really does portray all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great, man. Thank you for, for sharing all that. I don't think, I mean, we, we preach it all the time on the podcast about taking people shooting and stuff, but I don't think, I don't think we could have put it any better ourselves. So. No, that's great guys. I love your cause and I'm always on board to, to kind of support firearms in general and education. It's, it's really kind of how we tend, we can turn the tide in this, uh, well, you know, based. And you mentioned it earlier. That's that's the only really effective way. I mean, we're all all can be keyboard warriors, like you say, but most of that just falls by the wayside. Hit the hit, yeah. hitting a brick wall with the words where actions taking them out there that that makes right. a huge difference. One on one is how we're going to get it done. Like, there's really no other way. Otherwise, tensions just rise and and people feel attacked. Where, you know, if you feel attacked, you turn off your listening skills and it's over. Yeah. There has to be. Um, well, Steve, do we want to move on to the five questions then? We can. Uh-oh. I, I kind of, I kind of surprised. Well, I sent Matt a text earlier today. Said, "Hey, just, just so you know, there's a series of questions." <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm, he ready. Said, I'm ready. He felt I'm like ready. he was pretty confident. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think <laughs> so, you'll do just fine. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not scary. Um, Every guest, for the first time they're on the show, they get these questions. And uh, honestly, they're not even really related to shooting or anything like that. It's really just to get to know know you is, uh, is all it's about. So You guys don't want to do that, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I promise you, every time we've given these questions to guests, like it has taken us places that we never expected. <laughs> and uh, we've learned a lot of things about about people that would have never known in a lifetime of hanging out with them yeah and, i'm ready and the I'm point not, it, the point of it it's any crimes though the the point of it is no, too is no to crime. show that um you know gun owners are are different far and wide and there's all many different kinds and we all are are humans and have different stories to tell so awesome yeah. i love that all right shoot okay. number one what experience in your life has been the most influential and why Oh, you know, it might be a, it might be a cliche answer, but when you have your first kid, you know, that, that to me was just more of an eye opening. Wow. That I can't believe that just happened. Kind of a thing. (laughs) I was lucky enough. We had uh, a doctor that allowed me to actually be there and and catch my son as he was being born, which I will never forget as long as I live. And there's just you know and people talk about it you hear it and you don't really get it until it happens but there's that switch that switch flips and then all of a sudden you are a different person uh and you'll do anything so uh it's super cliche and boring but that was definitely (laughs) probably the most influential moment nice I, i don't see it i don't see it as cliche well, it's, you know what? Okay. It's not cliche, but it's ho- hopefully something that most people get to experience in their life because yeah. really you, I don't feel like, you know, life really 
clicks until that point. That's the next chapter. For sure. Nice. All right. Oh, awesome. All right. So you just won the lottery. Here's the second question. Just won the lottery. It's a huge amount of money, like just a ridiculous amount of cash. What's the first thing you do with it and why? First thing I do with a ridiculous amount of cash. Oh, man. See, uh, these kind of questions I I get stuck on. (laughs) I I really don't know what to do with money. I've never had it, so who knows? (laughs) Let's see. What what do I do? Um, Honestly, I think I invest it. It's a stupid answer. Why? Well, it's probably the smartest answer. answer. It's, a smart, it's a smart answer, but it's a boring answer. Sorry, I'm being super boring. Not and at I, all. I'm giving back to these causes because honestly, it's something we believe in really strongly. Um, I, I want to see these these people that give so much to the rest of society taken care of in a much better, uh, you know, way across the board. So, I think charity invest the crap out of the rest of it and and let generations benefit moving forward how is that a boring answer and buy a hellcat <laughs> okay okay you got something fun there <laughs> that, that, there we go i like i like that idea all too. right all right good <laughs> okay here's a big one what's your biggest fear uh, biggest fear is i forget how to listen Does that make sense? Like, I think everybody stops learning when they stop listening. So to me, it's all about being able to listen uh, and learn something from every person. So as long as I'm willing to listen, I'm willing to learn. So that's that's my biggest fear is I get to a point where fear actually takes over and, and won't allow me to progress as a person. Awesome. That's a great one. We've never had that one before. Yeah. Okay, what uh, what would you say is your biggest achievement? Biggest achievement. Right now I'm freaking working on it. You know what I mean? Like I am I own my own business. I, I do marketing for a living. Um, but I feel like this this project could be and, and hopefully will be uh, the biggest achievement outside of raising good human beings to uh you know, to, to, to raise more. <laughs> nice. 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 Yeah, for sure. Okay. This is uh this is my favorite question. This is one I always hold to the last. Okay. I know how I would, I, <laughs> I know how I would answer. Um, and, uh, I always like to hear other people's answer. Uh, who would you consider as your greatest hero? Um, greatest hero, you know, probably my dad. Um, that guy, he, he never met anybody he didn't love. You know what I mean? He was, he was a, a really warm, open, loving person that gave me a great example um, how to listen to people and also how to just accept them for who they are. So I really appreciate that example. And it's helped me a lot to kind of see how different life and experiences can mold people into who they are and how we all kind of want the same thing, but we all go in completely different ways about achieving that. So uh, yeah, my dad, for sure. That's awesome. That's great. That was the last one. Yes. (laughs) See, that wasn't so bad. (laughs) I I love giving these questions because uh, 
like I say, it's it's it lets at least me and I know everybody else that listens. So, so it lets us know, like Mark says, there's there's real people behind um, these instructors or teachers or whoever we got on the show that they're, they're just not talking heads. That there's more to them. Absolutely. No, I, and and that's kind of one of my core philosophies is every person has something to teach you. It's just a matter of if you want to listen. So I, I, I love that. I love the idea uh, about, you know, learning about these people, who they are, where they come from, because, yeah, like you said, firearms might kind of be that one touch point that everybody on the podcast or, the, you know, the audience that really kind of rallies around. But we're so different in so many ways. Hundred yeah, percent, absolutely. And and we've, I think we've, you know, we've done over a hundred episodes now, and we've had, like Steve said, people of all different kinds, um, you know, and and uh, answer wildly differently with those questions um, and all that. But um, it just, and, it, and when I when I say we've gone places we never thought we would go, <laughs> uh, listen listen to uh, our honey badger episode with all one right, of our directors at the store. Oh my gosh, like. We, we didn't expect it to go that direction. And then not that it was bad. Like it was a, a great Jessica is one of our, our head instructors over there. And it was just somewhere we didn't expect to go. I don't know how else to explain Damn it. Damn it. Now I got to listen right now. Jeez, this is kind of, this is good intro. Yeah. And I mean, it just shows how big the firearms world is, how many, you know, different kinds of people get into the firearms world. And, um, you know, just to, shows to me how, how many responsible, normal, upstanding people there are. Um, in the yeah. firearms world that are either, um, you know, they're passionate about the sport, um, you know, they're trying to make a living or they just, you know, are, are passionate about their right to defend themselves, you know? Absolutely. No, I, I feel like uh, the longer you're in that kind of audience or, or, you know, the more you learn, the more you realize how really genuine people are and, and how they want yeah. the best for not only themselves, but for everyone else. They're trying to educate um because we're all passionate about freedom. We're all passionate about maintaining a high standard in society and, and really expressing that with, with any, anyone we can, which is so right. important. Yeah. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, why don't you tell everybody where um, they can get their 556 Body Ops gear and how they can get in touch with you guys? Absolutely. So you can just go to 556bodyoffs.com to find all of our uh, products. We're also on Facebook and Instagram right now working on Twitter, but uh, 556bodyoffs is where you're going to find us. Yeah, you got to give them a try. You'll smell great and uh, feel clean uh, no matter what you're doing, man. And it's all natural. No BS there. Exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. I like it. Steve, you got anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm good. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Matt. Uh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. We'll have to have you on again soon, man. So um, yeah, and, uh, if, if you want to get a hold of us, podcast at iishooting.com or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Range Minded Podcast. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening as always. We appreciate you. Word. Be safe, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to Range Minded. Find us online at Range Minded Podcast on Facebook or send us an email at podcast at iishooting.com. We're always happy to get feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want to send us, really. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.